0: Amen. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. It'll be coming up soon. Coming up soon. Um, You know, today is such a special day, and um, it is because it's Mother's Day, but it's not just that. Today is such a special day because we get to assemble together And worship our Lord. That is a very special day. And we get to come together as a body and be that and how awesome is that um do you know how many people that would long to do that around the world and yet we get to so freely and it's awesome so we just praise god before we jump in today i want to pray you know normally we pray over another body i want to pray over the body of christ in this area in an event so not this wednesday but a week from this wednesday uh next uh, we're going to meet at 6 p.m., not 7, our normal time is 7. We're going to meet at 6 p.m. over at Resurrection Community Church, okay? And here's what this is about. You remember when we did the one service and how powerful that is? This is what I kept having people ask me, uh, We need to do this more often. So what we're doing is we're basically having a mini one service, a prayer for the community in unity at Resurrection Community Church. This is not something you want to skip because, well, it's not at my church. No, 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 no. If you're thinking that way, you do not understand the gospel. Let me, let me make that point blank. This is something where the unity of the believers in an area is how God pours out his anointing so that we can be the life, the salt, and the light, and the ambassadors that God has created us and called us to be. Those are the type of things. That's what we're going for is where this body in this area becomes one. Okay, so this is what it's about. We're going to get together. I think there's going to be a speaker, I believe, but mostly it's for us to be in unity and to pray. So that will be 6 p.m. next Wednesday. So will you join with me right now and let's pray over that event? Amen. Father, we just thank you so much. Lord, we lift up this community prayer night. Father, just. Anything that's coming against it, let your word, let our faith right now quench every fiery dart. Let no weapon formed against it prosper. Right now we just plead the blood of Jesus over that event, Lord. Let it rise up to new levels. Thank you, Father, for people in a community that desire to be one with one another in the body of Christ. Lord, thank you for people that desire that enough so that they've planned an event, Lord, and they're doing something about it. Lord, we praise you that we have people, Christians, that want to go after you in that way because that is your word. And Lord, we just thank you for that. Lord, let everything work together for good for your good purposes, for your pursuits, Lord. Let everything work the way that you want it to. Holy Spirit, we just ask for you to show up and show up big time that night. And we praise you for it. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. And Lord, we just ask that it will spark a fire for Jesus Christ in this area. Lord, we thank you that the the gates of hell will not prevail against Albemarle, against Stanley County, against this area, but will be lifted up in as their as the body of Christ comes together in unity in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So happy Mother's Day, everybody who is a mother already and uh, even if you're not a mom yet, even if you know, you're you not ever planning on being a physical mom, the word points out that he wants us uh, to all be spiritual fathers and mothers, to grow in Christ. And when we grow in Christ, the Lord can then bring people to you that you will help to disciple and mentor and, and be a, a spiritual mom and dad too. So this is the way that the gospel works. And here's what I want you to do. Let's go ahead and turn to Titus chapter 2 and verse 3 through 5 and one of the things that we're gonna look at is some of the things a good mom does we're gonna look at some things that a good mom does but dads I don't want you to like up oh, disconnect click I'm out. Yeah, no, don't want you to disconnect because these are some good things that a good dad does too. And uh, so you can learn and grow from this. Uh, This is actually a message that the Lord gave me several years ago, and I love this message because it really points out some of the things that Mary did as a mother to the Christ the Son of God, and it shows some of the things that were so awesome. Listen, she helped to empower Christ to be who he was. She played a role. And it was a big role, and each one of us have that opportunity with our physical kids and our spiritual kids. So even if you don't have physical kids, or maybe they're not in your household anymore right now, these are things that you can apply to the people that God brings to you. These are things that you can apply in your life. And so look at this in uh, Titus. This is to physical and spiritual mothers, and I would say, and fathers too. Titus chapter 2 and verse 3. It says, Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, To be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands so that the word of God will not be dishonored. In other words, anything that was the opposite of what I just read, that dishonors God. That dishonors God. And what he's showing here is don't just, you know, all right, he's saying, look, the older ladies, right, Teach the younger ladies what to do. So are we talking about just moms? Is he teaching older ladies to just teach their children only? No, there's a spiritual motherhood that's happening right here. And I would say you can apply it in the spiritual fatherhood too. To teach the things of God. So today, let's look at some of the things that a good mother and father do, a good mom will do for their kids to help them be who God created them to be, to help them be and fulfill their destiny. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's turn uh, to uh, Luke chapter 2 and verse 18. I meant to tell you where Titus was. It's real easy to click it on a tablet, but when you're turning, you got to go, you know, all the way to the end and turn back left or go to Timothy and keep turning right. So Luke chapter two, number one thing that a good mother does is, the first in our list at least, a mother treasures and meditates on the call of God. And the words of God that have been spoken over their children. A mother treasures and meditates on the call of God on that child. And the words that God has spoken over that child. Treasures and meditates. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 18 it says this. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. Verse 19, but Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen just as been told to them. They glorified God. Mary treasured and pondered. So in other words, see, the angel had just shown up and talked about Jesus. The angel had just shown up and said what great things this baby meant. What great things her child was going to do. And it doesn't say that Mary went, oh that's nice, great, moving on. You know, that's not what happened with Mary. Mary Mary treasured them. What do you do with the treasure? You know, you get something that's that's beautiful and, and it's precious to you, uh, you handle that thing gently with firm, firm hands. You're not, let, you're not letting go of it, right? You're not letting go of it. And my thoughts right now were, how bad would it be if I dropped this? <laughs> so that would be so awful. So you're, you're not letting go. You're treasuring that. You're holding on tightly to it. You're making sure you listen to this. You're making, if you treasure something, you're going to make sure that you have a good grip on it. A good mom makes sure that she has a good grip on the words that are spoken over her children. Treasures it. Holds it up. And and you know what? A good mom and, and dad will go back to the things that were spoken over their children or the plans that God has shown them you know, in their heart and the spirit, a good mom and dad, they're going to go back to it. They're going to examine it. They're going to look at it. They're going to ponder. They're going to know all the ins and outs of it, like on this vase right here. You know, uh, you're going to see that there's a little divot right here where the handle attaches. You're going to know every inch of this. Why? Because you treasured it and you pondered it. You know all the details about it. You've meditated on it. So the first thing that a a good mom does is she takes the things that God has spoken over that child she treasures it. She makes sure she has a good grip on it. And then she meditates on it. She doesn't just set it on the shelf and never return to it and just looks at it from a distance. Every now and then she'll go to that shelf, she'll examine it again. She'll, she'll go over it. Is there some more detail in that word, in the plans for my child that I need to pray out for them? Is there more details that I need to meditate on and get all the goody out of it? Is there, is there more details? A good mom, a good mother treasures and meditates on the call of God and the words of God spoken over their children. And Luke uh chapter two, if you keep on reading, uh down in verse fifty one, it says this. It says, And when he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he continued in subjection to them, and his mother treasured all these things in her heart. You remember in Joshua where it says, Meditate on the word day and night? This is this is really makes the connection for me is I see a good mom and and good parents treasuring the promises of God over their children yeah. speaking those things in life speaking those things I can tell you as a as a, a spiritual father as a pastor in a church there's times where you know I think something came up this week I don't remember exactly what it was, but something came up. There's times where, you know, people irritate you as a father and a mother, right? Like, you I know y'all have never had that happen before, but, you know, people will irritate you. And at that time, you know, it's like, um, I'll I'll pick on Barrett. It it wasn't you, but I don't don't remember who it was. But um, anyway, they'll, you know, let's say that she did something bad. And what your flesh wants to do is be like, golly, she's so stupid, Right? But is that treasuring that God has good plans? See, a a parent, let me put it this way a parent is a prophet in the life of their child. You are speaking out, you know, what they're going to do, who they're going to be. But you don't speak out the things of God without treasuring the promises that he's made. And you know where those promises start because there's some individual promises to children. There's some individual stuff, but you don't just start being able to prophesy the will of God and see that happen in your children if you don't know the promises that are given to yourself and, and all people first. You've got to know this. Because it's like I can see something in here and and the promise of God, I can speak it over my children. That doesn't mean it's going to happen if I don't have actual belief in my heart on it. And how do you get belief in your heart? You you treasure, you ponder it. Number, Number two is a mother encourages the anointing and has faith. In her children, Let's turn to John chapter 2. She encourages the anointing. You know, the, your child may not be anointed to preach. Your child may not be, you know, the five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. But your child may be called to be the best exhorter this world has ever seen. That just means that they are constantly lifting people up. So when I say anointing, you know, I don't want you to just think that they're anointing anointed to preach. I want you to think they're anointed to do something awesome. Yeah. You as a parent, moms, you as a parent, and remember, I'm not just talking about physical children, I'm talking about spiritual children as well. Remember, you as a mom have the ability to help bring out that anointing in their lives. They can have an easier road, a more productive and efficient spiritual life because you draw that out. You pave the way for them by pondering and treasuring promises of God over them and by drawing out the anointing of God that's in them. They may be anointed to preach, they may be anointed to exhort, they may be anointed to be like ministry of helps. but whatever it is, you can help draw that out. Look here, you know the the story about this, where Jesus performed his first miracle at the wedding in Cana. It says in verse 1, John chapter 2, it says this On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. <laughs> that, that always tickles me because it's like, Hey, you going to do something about this? I know. Listen, why, does she, why is she saying this? Because she's pondered. She knows who he is. And listen, she knows how and when to draw out that anointing. Listen to this also. She has faith in him. Because look, the next thing he says, uh, you know, he says, Jesus said to her, (laughs) woman? (laughs) Which is funny. He didn't call her mom. It's like, woman? (laughs) All all of a sudden, I mean, can can you see this playing out? Woman? Anyway. I'm not sure that it would go over in the culture the same way it does here, but I think it's hilarious that it reads that way. <laughs> Woman, what does that have to do with us? My hour has not yet come. Now, let me ask you a question. Had Jesus' hour not yet come? Did he speak truth or did he lie? He spoke truth. So his hour had not yet come. Yep. Faith puts a drawl. Only anointing. That's right. His mom believed in him. Yep. His mom, listen mothers, your child, your child will either have things of God drawn out of them by the faith in God through them that you apply towards them yep. or not. Or not. His mother said to the servant, now listen to this. He just told her, my hour hasn't come. Listen to what she says right here. I love this. She says, whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says, do do that. Is this not beautiful? Can you see what the power of a parent, the power of mothers right here? Whatever he says, do it. And we know the rest of the story. He told them what to do and performed his first miracle. Uh, a mother encourages the anointing and has faith in her children. Yeah. Now, I want to tell you a, a real story, a negative story, uh, to show you the power of this in reverse. And this is what I want to encourage you not to do. This is a true story with me. My, um, when I was little, my dad had something that he considered very bad. He considered very bad. And um, he would always say, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. I remember one time, the only time I can ever remember, my mother said, you're just, and she named this bad thing, you're just this. In other words, you're just bad. Let me, listen, that was 30 years ago. I still remember where she was standing, how she said it, and the effect it had on me took 20, 25 years to break what she said that one day, that one time. The power of a mom. Now, I want you to recognize something. That was a negative, but the same strength is in the positive that says you're called of God. That doesn't mean that she shouldn't correct. You know, she should correct me. She needed to correct me. I don't remember the correction. I remember when she prophesied the bad. That's right. This is who you are. That's what I remembered. But see, if we say, hey, you, you have a calling on your life. You're, you're anointed to do great things in the kingdom. God has plans and a future for you, a future and a hope to our children We can change who they are. And your parents might not have done that right for you, but you can do it right from here on out. You can do it right. Let's go to Luke chapter 14. You getting something out of this? Yeah, it's good. I am too. It's blessing me. Luke chapter 14 and verse 26. And this one, this is one, oh man, not everybody gets this. Matter of fact, I would say the majority of people I've seen in in my experience have not gotten this. A mother must step down in the heart of their children so that Christ can step up. In other words, if a mother or a dad to... If they don't step down off the throne in the view of their child, it'll be really hard for that child to put Christ there. It doesn't mean that we're stepping down for anybody else, but we've got to be able to step back so that Christ can step up, so that the child can sit, seat Christ in his proper position. Luke fourteen twenty six says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters yes and even his own life he cannot be my disciple. Now I've heard people and it's good to explain this verse because I've heard people talk about this verse and they're like look I got you know you're my brother my 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 sister my mother my father even I've got to hate myself you know I've got to hate you you know cuz Christ comes first. Read the rest of the Bible, then come back and and come back to this one, you know, verse. Like, all right, so you realize over in Corinthians, it says, love your spouse, or maybe Ephesians, love your spouse as you love yourself. You know, the royal law is to love your neighbor as yourself. So it's like, okay, I love my neighbor, but I can't love my family. You know, that's silliness. That's not what it's talking about. This is talking about in proportion. In other words, I cannot, and I want you to catch what's being said right here. I can never put my family above God. Even my blood family. That's what it's saying. What should come first is Christ. Now, see, in a, in a, I can tell you the way we were raised in America. We were raised big on heritage and where you come from. In Christ, you need to know where you come from, too. And what he's saying right here is spiritually where you come from is more important than where you came from by physical blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's much more important to know and... That goes to tell us that it's that much important for parents. Moms, it's so important for you to realize that Christ has got to be first in your kid's life. It's got to be a good mother must step down in the heart of their child for Christ to reign. Must. Must. If you you know, if you're demanding that you're always first in the eyes of your child, you're going to be you're going to have a hard time or at least you might not, but they will, you will eventually. They'll have a hard time ever getting married and staying in a good marriage. You'll have a hard time, uh they'll have a hard time serving Christ if you always try to be first. I see parents, I've seen we've watched parents time and time and time and time again give advice contrary to that word and mess their children up and what they're doing is they're trying to teach their children that you need to listen to me even, even over what God says. A good mother steps down so that Christ can move in. And I'll, I'll go a little bit further because it applies here as well in the counsel of the word in marriage as well. Moms, moms you you can mess up a marriage quicker than anybody else by trying to hold on. It says the two leave and cleave to each other and become one. A good parent must step down. And if they try to hold on to it and stay in the middle of a marriage or listen, or the marriage with that child and Christ, the bonding of Christ and that child, they're messing up there too. You can't do it a good mother steps down. It doesn't mean they go away. See, people have taken these things and they've ran into a ditch. No, no, no. It means that now you can be a support like never before, always pointing your child to Christ, always pointing them to the ways of God. You know, I, one of the huge things that I saw that Mary did was she didn't get offended when Jesus said, he said, hey, your mother and brothers are outside. And he says, and he looked in the room and he saw his disciples. And I can tell you, I've gotten more revelation on this recently than ever before. He looked around and he said, these are my mothers and brothers. And you see, but here's what's not really talked about. That had to get to Mary. That word, what Jesus just said, that had to get to Mary. Mary. And we know she wasn't offended by it. You know why? Because a good mother is there to the end. John chapter 19, verse 25. Therefore the soldiers did these things, these bad things to Jesus. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister. Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. Here she is. Jesus said to in front of everybody, these are my mothers and brothers, and didn't even claim them in that statement. What didn't mean that they were disconnected. He was just proving a spiritual point that was higher. They kept looking with their eyes and not looking with their spirit. He was trying to draw out who they really were in the spirit and the importance of spiritual over physical. He's constantly doing that. But she didn't get offended by that. I believe she understood. And here she is, in his last moments, watching her son go through. Who knows if she knew if it was obedience or not, but he believed it. He believed it was obedience, and she's sitting there with him till the end. This is a good mom. Oh, man, this is a good mom. She believed in him. She believed in Christ. And then it's even interesting here is in Acts chapter 1. And this is a huge, huge point. Acts chapter 1 and verse 14. A good mother, no matter what's happened, no matter what she's seen, what she's gone through, she continues on in God's plan. She continues. Verse 14, it, it says this. It says, And these all, with one mind, were continually devoting themselves to prayer, along with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, with, and with his brothers. A good mother... A good mother carries on in the plan of God. Do you understand that that the plan of God for the mother, for, for Mary up till this point was to be a good mom to Jesus? But she also had a plan of her own that meant continuing in a relationship with now the risen king. It didn't just mean, hey, he died, he's gone, he's risen, now I'm done. Okay, I can go home. No, she's there with them, worshiping God. She's a part of the 120 that the Holy Spirit is about to be poured out on. She's continuing in God's plan for her life. A good mom continues on in that plan. at this point, I want to call all the moms up. And when I say that, I, I basically want all the females, teenager and up, to come up. Let's get them on in here. The kids come in. So if you're a female... And I I do this because, not because uh, you're necessarily a physical mom or will ever be one. But God wants for you to be a spiritual mom. Okay. All the kids go to their parents. Dads, hold your kids in the lap. And moms, come on up here. Line up across the front here. You can line up facing this way. Just line up there. There you go. And I want to I want to charge you, moms, any any moms come on up and yep, yeah, come on bear. so I'm speaking to you not only as physical moms but I'm also speaking to you as your destiny as a spiritual father I'm speaking to your destiny as a spiritual mom as well and I want to charge you with the things that we just talked about I want want to charge you, listen, mothers, physical and spiritual, I charge you, I challenge you, be strengthened in this, go after it, God's laid it out, you can have it, you can do what I'm about to ask you to do. He's empowered you to do that. Treasure and meditate on the call of God for your children, both physical and spiritual. Treasure and meditate on it. Number two, treasure and meditate on the words that God has given your children. Number three, encourage the anointing and the calling on your children. Encourage the anointing and the calling. Have faith in your children's calling through Christ. Have faith. And even young, young ladies, listen. I know that you're not at the age to be fully understanding and thinking about this. But God will start to draw even friends to you. Yeah. And you, he will tell you promises about those friends. He will tell you who they are in God. And you need to encourage them to go after godly ways. You need to meditate on that. Speak on those things. He will talk to you about your children. Both physical and spiritual And you should pray those out. You'll be be sitting there getting ready someday, and the Holy Spirit will put them on your heart, and he'll bring up a promise that he's told you. And you start allowing the Holy Spirit to pray that out. Pray out that promise. Have faith in what they're called to do through Christ. Be willing to step down in your children's priorities so that Christ can be raised up be there for your children in the love of God till the end and then make sure always that you continue in your own calling in Christ so let's pray lord i just come with me lord we just want to anoint these ladies to be the moms And spiritual moms that you have called them to be. Lord we just ask for your blessing. To fulfill the challenge and the charge. Be empowered now in Jesus name. Be empowered now in Jesus name. Be empowered now. Be empowered now. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered Now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. Be empowered now to be who God's called you to be. I'd like for all the families to join with your mom and family up here. Come on up. And in the name of Jesus, I pray that you also would be empowered and help your mom, the mom, be who she's called to be. Strengthen her in Christ. Establish her in Christ. I charge you to help her be the best mom that she can be in every way. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1 through 3 says this. Turn to ephesians six three children children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, so that it may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth. I charge all of you, and I pray that all of you would honor your mom. That you would honor your mother. You know, what's funny about this is it doesn't say if you got a good one or not. (laughs) Right? It just says, honor them. It just says, honor them. And listen to this. I'll share with you something that the Holy Spirit shared with Nicole and I. When you become one in Christ when you're married, are you one in Christ? Well, if you're truly one, then you have another mom that you really are a part of as well. And you should look at it the same way that you look at your own physical mother. Because spiritually speaking, God has connected you to them too. Because you're one now. Honor your father and your mother. Honor them. Whether they're good or not, honor them. This is a commandment from God. I charge you all, honor your mothers that are yours. Help, help your wife, help your spouse be the mom that she's called to be. Teach your children to be the mom that they're called to be. You know, teach those little girls to be who they're called to be. And let's all do what honors God in this life. Amen. Father, I just pray for your blessing, your encouragement, your strength, and your empowering Right now today. Lord let us walk out in the ways as parents and mothers to walk out motherhood in a way that honors you above everything else. And we just praise you for it and we thank you for that. Lord we choose today. Will you choose that with me? Will you choose to honor God today as you honor mothers By not only honoring your mother, but also supporting husbands, supporting a spouse, children, obeying your parents, and honoring your parents. Lord, we choose, will you choose with me, to honor God by honoring your mom today. Lord, we praise you and we love you. And we agree together to honor you, Father, as we honor our parents and honor mothers today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to you. Have a great day. We love you. Super Kids.